Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You know what I think we do to the same categories? You know those people who run, run on a chair or something at work or in school and they lean back at it and it's teeth. I like jail for those people same with the wheelies hello and welcome to legitimate likes the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out are they really worthy of the hype they may be likes but are they legitimate likes my name is Hugh, and I'm not joined by my usual co-host, Will. I am instead joined by guest co-host, Mark Young. Hi, Mark. Hi, Hugh. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for coming on. I just realised before I didn't ask if you're happy to have your surname on, but I'm, I'm hoping you are. Well, that's a big GDPR breach, but uh, I'll, I'll let this one slide. Yeah, could we just get your date of birth as <laughs> well? <laughs> PPSN. And... Yeah, PPS, exactly, yeah. Um, Mark, I should say, and for the listeners as well, that, so Will isn't here this week, obviously, and he's the regular co-host. I also am and where I was expecting to be for this recording. So I've, uh, I've sort of cobbled together different devices. I'm on a borrowed iPad. My phone is doing a bit of the job as well. I'm on Wi-Fi that I'm hoping is going to hold out. How would you feel if ultimately you ended up hosting this episode if I just cut out? Uh, that's... That's a lot to drop on me at the at the eleventh hour, but look, yeah. you know I'm a, I'm a natural. But, but by the way, this is this is the most like any kind of Zoom call like this is so reminiscent of a of like an interview. So mm. I, I I'm just ready to be like I'm a natural born leader. I've got great communication <laughs> skills. Um, I'm a people person, so I'm gonna just say yes to that. I'm gonna yeah. you know go out of my comfort zone. Tell us tell us about a time when <laughs> your podcast host dropped off the call and you had to take charge of a. <laughs> Of an enormously popular comedy podcast. Yeah, just any of these questions. It's funny you ask that. No, I'm going to stop there. Well, yeah, and I suppose it, it is particularly like an interview because we're not the only people on the Zoom call. We are, we are being doubly produced today. Um, so speaking of cobbled together, let's bring on Michael and Anya. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Michael, are you going for a sort of cockney? 
I think here. I was. Yeah, I, th- I feel like we're without Will here. You know, someone's going to make up the, the sort of British side of the, the podcast. Do you think Will is a Cockney? Well, certainly, yeah. I mean, I've never... Yeah, yeah, I think so, right? That's what a Cockney is, isn't it? No? This is the second time today that I've, I've been uh, speaking with Michael. Yet another incident of me trying to meet up with him. And him... <laughs> so I was staring at his workplace this morning. And I said, are you in there? And he said, no. And I was with my husband. He was like, I think that's Michael. And for ages, we thought we could see him. It was another man. It was another man. And I thought you were just like, no, I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not here. Give me some credit, Anya. I'm not saying that I wouldn't lie to you. But if I did lie to you, I'd definitely stay away from the windows. You know? Well, this man was just brazening it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just another little man staring out. Like a it? kind of a silvery haired man. With, okay. He was quite a bit older than you, though, I think. So, <laughs> okay. and, uh, yeah, but I, I honestly, I eyeballed every window just to okay. see. Okay, okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. In the rain. Sorry to disappoint you. Yeah, but, so this is, um, I'd say, attempt six or seven of me trying to meet you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's never successfully never, happened. Never yeah. successfully happened. You're always, oh, we'll come, I'll come halfway, any time. Yeah. Oh, we'll do a lunch. <laughs> It just, it hasn't got into my head that actually you and I are within walking distance at lunchtime. It just, it's not there yet. I thought you were going to say it hasn't got into your head that you and I are friends. (laughs) Mark, do you have any people in your life who you feel that, like, you're you're friends, but they don't really like you, you know? Uh, 100%, you know, (laughs) imposter syndrome is a a, a big, big factor in my life. So, yeah, I'm regularly, you know, just... Just uh, seeing people looking at me, I'm like, they definitely think I'm someone better or, you know, mm. something along those the lines. The imposter so syndrome I, thing is pretty work interviewee, job interview as well. You know, biggest weakness. I think I have a little bit of imposter syndrome, you know. Dead rice. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, yeah. I, I think like a, a bit of humility or like, you, you know, when you give one of those like fake faults, it's like, you know, I... <laughs> I hate delegating or it's like, you know, I love to, well, I'm such a perfectionist. That's too what much I, I care too to much. Detail. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Michael, what do you think your, what, what do you think your biggest fault is for of interest? Um, probably an intolerance for all others. I think. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I think some people would say like, oh, an intolerance when other people like don't meet the standards that I set for yeah. myself. But you, you, it doesn't matter what standards people meet. You're just automatically. Yeah, it starts, starts bad and it gets worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, That's going to be on your grades. I'm indiscriminate. Down. I'm indiscriminate. It doesn't mean matter, like, it doesn't matter what. You, you know, discriminate good. quite a bit though. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Within You're big that. into discrimination. Yeah. yeah. This is, this has turned into some sort of alt-right podcast, guys. I did. This going to have to <laughs> oh, turn, sorry, turn did, a very did different Did he direction. not know that this is what Have you not is? listened? No, no one told me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, just one piece of... My ad- name is Hugh Anon. <laughs> I do just have... I'm not suggesting these are all... But you know the way every so often you see somebody that you really like has a podcast? Uh, so, Hugh, as you know, I just finished watching The Sopranos and I just saw that the two mm. Sopranos siblings have their own podcast, right? And I thought, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. It is unlistenable too. I got through <laughs> half an hour of it today. Isn't that so disappointing? And but But if they would like to be guests on our podcast, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be amazing. We'll... Yeah, a hundred percent. We would really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Anya, I, I, uh, I um, we should have met for lunch actually, because you had, you had, um, did you have some bad experience with the chowder this week? Is that was that this week? 
sorry, I did have a very bad experience with Chad this week. I just wanted to get off my chest before we get into okay. it. So uh, I went surfing. Mark, yeah. thanks for coming to the therapy sorry, session. Sorry, it's really yeah. helpful to have an observer. No problem. You know, I, no we problem. don't believe in confidentiality, so, but we just like to air the problems. So I, Go on, uh, I, I went surfing again uh, at the weekend and afterwards went for a chowder, which I thought nice. was you know, still in my togs and my, and my dry yeah. robe situation. And, yeah, it's apt. Uh, it's very apt. It's, yeah, the two of us, the person I was with, we decided we'd get a, I don't know why I made it sound so weird, it was my friend Roisin, <laughs> the person I was with, uh, <laughs> we said we, we, would, we, would, we would get a chowder. And now, if, are any chowder fans here? Yeah, big chowder fan, right here. But it's, like, it can't be tomato based, it's got to be cream based. Oh, That's absolutely, all I'll say about right? it. But it should yeah. just be delicious, right? I've never had a chowder that, I've never met a chowder I didn't like, right? Yeah, the, yeah. But, they always say a friend is just a chowder you haven't met yet. Exactly. <laughs> Both of us sort of gingerly picked through it before kind of conceding that it was... It was it was watery. It was fishy. Ugh, it ugh. was it, it had a real feel of food poisoning about it. Like there was Ooh. it was just and too many muscles. Too many muscles. I want salmon mm. and I want cod. You know, yeah. don't be. It's not a bit. But, okay, but Anya, you can't say I want salmon and I want cod. But this was a bit fishy. No, but like you know, you know, it's, it's a chowder. No, but it was it was it's it it was like it was like someone had been like found a bag. <laughs> it of obviously, wasn't. Fish in the corner, and they were like, "We better get this out before it expires." <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, we didn't we didn't eat it, right? And uh, then the bill not. came, and the man looked at it and just just didn't even say, "Was everything okay?" Just we just paid our twenty seven ninety nine, and he, um, he he obviously knew. Yeah, and we yeah. went and we went on our way, and there was also the most chaotic group of children beside us who were just dragging sand in off this off the beach to build sandcastles in the cafe area. Would you let your That's kids do that, Michael? disgusting, isn't it? Disgusting when when kids have fun yeah, <laughs> by the beach, you, isn't oh, it? Oh, you you'd let your yeah. you'd let your kids do that, would you? Run amok. <laughs> no, that's true. I wouldn't. They're very very orderly gentlemen. Run a, a run a sand, you might say. Run a, ex- yeah. exactly. Very good, <laughs> Michael. You kind of you kind of your household, I imagine, is being like the von Trapp household before the nice nanny came and they started having fun. Yeah, <laughs> I have a whistle. Yeah. 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 And they line up for inspections. Yeah. So that was that was that was my weekend. Michael, why are we here? We're here to talk about cycling. I guess we're talking about cycling in all its forms. Do we like uh, cycling ourselves? Recycling. Is it a good sport to either get into or to watch? And I guess with a movement towards you know everyone trying to cycle a bit more and being a bit more conscious about how we get around the world. Do we actually really like cycling at all, or is it a bit of a chore? I think that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it's going to be a very positive discussion. That'll you, do it. you got very uh, Blue Peter presenter there. You were really doing that, the face. A Did lot I? of concerned yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. yeah just, mm. I'll be honest, I thought you were doing the intro on you. <laughs> so was... Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's... Okay, that's so Anya, what are we here to talk in. about today? Oh, I thought Michael would be like, hop on your tandem as we take a trip <laughs> through the uh, the Dutch streets uh, of, uh, uh, of, uh, by- of the Netherlands, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> of bipedaling and yeah. velocipedes. And yep. twirl your handlebar moustache as we're saddled with discussing bicycles. Yeah, yeah. You should, I mean, I mean yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael, I'm so sorry. So I was like, God, that was a very lackluster, lackluster intro. Um, God, I thought it was just normal. I didn't even notice. Oh, it did sound very boring, though. It was like, is cycling a good sport to get into? 
<laughs> to get into and watch. <laughs> and is it a legitimate like? Well, Mark, uh, you you nominated this week's topic. Can we start there? Can we ask why you picked cycling as a topic? You don't want to do. You don't want to do the quiz now. I, oh yeah. <laughs> Mark, I'm so sorry. It's only been 100 and what 17 episodes. I know. It was so. It was so. Oh, so lackluster on Mark, I suppose. You'll want to, you'll probably want to. Oh, You're the reason we're doing this, Mark. So this Mark, is my fault. We kick off as always with our usual three-question quiz, and it's a, it's a collaborative effort. So let's get a bit of juice going here, Michael. <laughs> would you want to go first to your question, or would you like some more time there? <laughs> I've got a question to ask. Yeah. So professional cycling has unfortunately become synonymous with doping. Uh, that's not a new thing, and cyclists have been taking performance-enhancing drugs since the 1900s um, in 1924 two french cyclists told the 20 years ago so. that they were taking a cocktail of drugs i'm going to give you a list of uh, this, this is in order to get through a, 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 a cycling endurance race i'm going to give you a list of drugs uh, basically all but one of which they were taking you've got to work out which one they weren't taking okay okay just before we get this mark yeah. where do you stand on cocktails and on drugs Oh, guys, you're really putting me in there. I, I like I, I, wasn't going to tell my parents that I was doing this, but now I, I'm really gonna, gonna fudge my, my knowledge of drugs and <laughs> alcohol. Um, but I, 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 I know as much as, as the last guy, especially about old timey drugs. I, I watched, uh, <laughs> I, like a uh, Tombstone last night, that like Western with Val Kilmer. And they're like, take nice. some laudanum and opium. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna know everything for tomorrow. So this is all oh, working yeah, very yeah. well for me. <laughs> okay, so you'd be like. I take cocaine, but I inject it, like Sherlock Holmes. What, exactly. What are lewds? Quaaludes. 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 Yeah. That, that's a very retro... Michael, don't speak, talk down to me about drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Quaaludes, oh, Quaaludes. yeah. Uh, but are, uh, that seems like a very retro drug, is it? I, I think I remember Quaaludes from the Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street they were... yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only I, place I know from. They were like these really strong, I like I assume like painkillers or relaxants, and I know that they stopped production. And then I know all this from Wolf of Wall Street or the Starsky and Hutch film, where they like people would like put them in safes and they'd be like, in twenty years, these are going to yeah. be amazing. So <laughs> like why? So so in in in, in, in I'm not sure. I, I just assume they were like way too strong for the public. But in in response to your first question, Michael, is it quaaludes? It's it's it's. I mean, not. to be honest, Mark, when I threw to you to tell me about drugs, I did not expect you to be coming in telling me when particular drugs yeah. had stopped production. <laughs> yeah. Incredible knowledge yeah, already, right yeah. off the top so, of my head. So, also, you're giving us a list. So, which of these drugs were they not taking? Strychnine, cocaine, chloroform, aspirin, something called horse ointment, and nitroglycerin. Amazing. And remember, for a single race, they were taking all but one of these in 1924. So, oh, Mark, again, yeah. which of these do you frequently take? Be a big nitroglycerin guy, I'd say. <laughs> well, when I go down to Dublin's Chinatown and I, you know, seat myself in, into one of the local opium dens, uh, no, I, um, <laughs> I, I, I really thought, like, at least two of those would be, like, no, absolutely false. But, like, I know. strychnine and chloroform... Seem like they wouldn't be. Well, like chloroform's yeah. going to send you to sleep, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Well, I I know I'm I've 
like in the past couple of years i've gotten really into professional wrestling and i've learned okay. that like as well as anabolic steroids they loved this drug called hdh which is like yeah. a muscle relaxant which apparently mm. was just really important when you're you know working out seven times a week and throwing yourself around a ring it would be, to be able to relax your muscles was really tell important. me about it yeah <laughs> i think exactly. strychnine does that so i think they're taking strychnine I also because I think people used to take strychnine in very small doses. They're definitely taking cocaine. I'm pretty certain I've heard that cyclists were taking cocaine. And why wouldn't you? Like I mean, listen, we all would. Um, nitroglycerin is what they make dynamite out of, isn't it? But don't they, you also take it for heart stuff, doesn't it? Open your blood That's vessels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and aspirin thins your blood. I think, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because oh, it's all clogged like... up from the chloroform. Yeah. <laughs> it's a delicate it's balance. Slowly. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, so, I, and were they taking this you... orally or was it an, an injectable situation? Like what was the... I think it was wherever they could get it in. Like, I mean, at this point, you know, what about horse ointment? <laughs> Which oh, I, yeah, I don't, horse I don't ointment. know what the, I don't know what that is. But uh, it's He can't have made that up though. It, it sounds so ridiculous that it has to be true. I I, I think I'm going to say strychnine just because all of That's the other sounds... That's poison, right? Like, I, mean, I think so. But isn't that in cigarettes if like those infomercials for children are to be believed? Oh, that's true. Oh, I, I have no idea anymore. <laughs> I think chloroform. But maybe it's too obvious that it's not chloroform. Mm, he's done a good job on us here. He's got you. <laughs> okay let's go chloroform so they were taking the strychnine they were taking the cocaine they were taking the chloroform they were taking the aspirin they were taking the horse ointment all for the one race and they weren't taking the nitroglycerin uh that was that came in later as sort of a, a an early doping uh drug uh, and apparently um infrequent exposures to high doses of nitroglycerin can cause severe headaches known explosion as bang head Apparently, if you get uh, have too much nitroglycerin, you get banghead. So watch out for that. God, so cut down me. on your nitroglycerin. Yeah, Michael, to stop. Don't don't keep saying it. <laughs> I just, it's a top tip. It's a it's a legitimate nope. like, top no. tip. No, 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 no. 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 Oh, Michael. There's, there's no words you can say, Michael. That just, just just think, think. Yeah, listen to yourself, Michael. <laughs> I have, Hear it I've before never it comes out. Once listened to myself, and I'm not about to start now, Hugh. Have you never listened to an episode back? I try not to. <laughs> uh, come on off it. I told you I listen to you sometimes as I fall asleep. Just Michael. No, no, no. Is that no, why you asked for no. that special cut? The, 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 me, the me-less episodes I, I really enjoy as a, as a little, uh, okay. a little, a little, a little, like, no, yeah. Okay, Michael, my second question. So, uh, bicycles used to feature quite a bit in military stuff. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better way to put that. So I'm going to give you three <laughs> bicycle military facts. And I want you to tell me which one I've made up, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. The world's last cycling regiment only disbanded in 2003. <laughs> Secondly, in World War II, the Allies had folding airborne bicycles for paratroopers. But at D Day, some infantry soldiers landed on the beaches with their bikes. And finally, King Charles briefly joined the 72nd Royal Bicycle Battalion at the start of his military training. <laughs> but it was disbanded shortly afterwards, so he ultimately joined the RAF. Okay. I love it. I love everything about this. <laughs> Mark, what do you know I, about... I, 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 I do feel like 
well, like the, the the only thing I know about bikes, and this is the only thing I know about bikes, is that they're not good on beaches. So I feel mm. like the D Day point might not mm. be true. I could definitely picture like some haughty French regiment, you know, in, in, in like the Foreign Legion, just having yes. having f- fixie bikes, like doing kind of sick tricks all over Paris <laughs> until two thousand three. So you think you think it's not just a bike regiment; it's a BMX regiment. <laughs> what else? So they don't even be here? go anywhere. Yeah, they'd be very cool, admittedly. Very very cool. Very b- baggy. I definitely believe that we've we've had a regiment up till 2003. I know that I think when the Japanese invaded Singapore they did it on bicycles. Um I'm not sure when that was, but But see uh, bikes could carry things. They don't need any fuel. And oh, they That's a good point. And they 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 were actually used in the invasion of Ukraine. Really? I don't know by who, but they 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 have anti-tank. They're they're good for avoiding tanks. I don't really I mean I guess they are, but also they can't be detected by like infrareds. You know that you you can you can you can be quite sneaky oh, on a bike. That's know? very true. Yeah, I feel bad if it, if it was just some like milkman who was just crossing over the border from like mm. Russia to Ukraine. Yeah, that's not really like, using the military. That's yeah. an invasion. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, Mark. I think the Ukrainians have made a big deal of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was saying. Actually, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Um, I, I mean, yeah, like I think Anya would love the idea of lads landing on the beaches with their bikes. It can't be true. Can't, I, like if Band of Brothers would have been a different film know, if they I, suddenly all unpacked their bikes. I feel like that makes kind of makes sense to me. I mean, we haven't discussed the King Charles one yet, though, that he was in a bike regiment. Does that yeah. feel? Make total sense. Put the royal in a nice, nice, yeah, easy regiment, you know, true. get him great calves. And yeah. then he ended up joining the RAFs. And... What was the name of the unit on you? Do we do have the seventy uh... second Royal Bicycle Battalion? All oh, right, it's not like the Queen's Wheelers or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Okay. Actually, I I do remember from watching The Crown that I, I think he joined the Navy rather than yes. any RAF. Oh. So yes. maybe that's and the that that bicycle battalion again that sounded like kind of like a cool eighties. BMX yeah. club, so I I think I might say number three. Okay, okay, we'll go with Mark. So we're going King Charles three. is fake. Uh, yeah, but he's and real. But... I I really thought I had you as well. Mm, you had me. You had yeah, me. the G Day one is true. So there was over a thousand bikes landed on the beaches at G Day with the Canadians. Of course, the Canadians. Did <laughs> yeah. And uh, apparently. <laughs> oh yeah. Apparently, going down it's the, the best way to go about things. The ramp of a landing. This gets a bit sad now. Uh, was very difficult with a heavy rucksack ammunition and a bike and a lot of soldiers drowned when they fell in the water because of their bikes and then the people who made it onto shore ran into problems because of flat tires because of all the broken glass and shell fragments on the road so they could have foreseen that yeah I'm not not sure that it's like cycling down Leeson Street I'm always like but (laughs) even though uh, and then it was Switzerland who had a bike battalion up until 2003 but there are still bikes used uh, a lot in uh, in the military so in Afghan and Ara- in Afghanistan and Iraq uh, this tactical folding mountain bike was used uh, and you can actually buy a civilian version uh, minus the gun rack for $725 if you're interested cool. yeah. could you get cool. that on the bike to work scheme <laughs> I'm sure you could um, I, I, I was going to say if there was any country that did have a bike regiment it was going to be the Swiss let's, let's be real yeah. Swiss, yeah. Yeah. classic classic yeah. have you ever been to Switzerland Mark? I've never been to Switzerland um, and 
I, I'm not sure. Like I've seen pictures of it. It looks beautiful, but I've heard mm, that yeah. lawsuits are extremely common. Like everyone is just constantly suing someone else <laughs> in oh. Switzerland. I, I, you, you might have brought up some sort of like di- my my own uh, discriminatory prejudices here. Mm. Apparently, mine is towards the Swiss cheese toblerones. I, I hate it all. You know. Oh wow! Yeah. Michael and I were in Switzerland a good few years back, and yeah. I would say the people. The most diplomatic way of putting this is they're not naturally friendly. I think you can interpret that as you will. But Michael and I, Michael, do you remember that place we, we ate? We were staying in a hostel. <laughs> and she do. said, oh, I'll give you food as well. Like dinner's included. And so this is I great. Do. And Switzerland. So everything costs a million euros. It was so expensive. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So expensive. But anyway, she made us this dinner and we had uh, some sort of sausage and mashed potato and it was delicious. Now there was enough mashed potato to feed the entire bicycle regiment, to be honest. Like we were basically carving it into the thing from thir- close encounters of the third kind by the end of it, just to use it. But then she came over and she, and we didn't need it all, obviously, because we, we couldn't, we'd still be there. And uh, <laughs> she said, Oh, so you didn't eat all the potatoes. So you don't have any room for cake. And you're like, Oh, I think we might be able to find a bit of room. Never brought the cake. No. no cake. No cake. She thought we didn't have room for cake. Yeah. That's my call. I want that to be my call. Maybe I'm saving room yeah. for cake. Yeah, ah. bitter. That's cooking. Yeah. That no? No. Well, well, maybe they were French Swiss. No, they were Schnell. Schnell. German Schnell. Swiss. Cooking, cooking. <laughs> yeah. So no, and I'm not a big fan of the Swiss either, to be perfectly honest with you, Mark. So I'm glad you've joined me on this. Well, I, I want my cake. I, I feel like we can say anything after this because the podcast will definitely be taken down on, you know, uh, uh, yeah, ethical I mean, grounds. This, yeah, so. yeah, it's not. Yeah. Uh, okay, so our third question is another one of which of these did I make up? And this is three bicycle races and events. Okay, so the first event is called Revolve Twenty Four, and this is where at three p.m. on a Saturday, uh, a load of cyclists start on a circuit twenty four hours. Whoever goes the furthest wins. Okay. The second event is Saddle Fest. And this takes place in the afternoon Saddlechester, Vermont, on Thanksgiving, where a tan- teams of tandem bikes have to uh, race across the town without spilling a jar of maple syrup. Matt Damon's <laughs> wife is from Saddlechester. <laughs> and in 2019, he presented the prize. And our third uh, event is Leroyca. And this is an Italian event where people cycle in Tuscany, but they can only wear kit from before 1986 and use vintage bikes from before 1986. That sounds so classy, doesn't it? It does. But wow. which, which have I invented? Well, Anya, talk to me about the place that is called Saddlechester. Yeah. Anya, I feel like <laughs> so... you may have pushed that one too far. You have stretched the bounds been... of believability there. Has it been hosting the race for so long that it beca- like? No, no, no. Or it's not that old a race. Is it, it's not is that, it a total coincidence? No, it's not a coincidence. That it's called Saddle Chester. It's, it's because that the na- saddle's in the name. That's why they have the competition. I don't think it's that old competition. I think it's only going since the seventies. You think? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is suspicious. Okay. So it, it's real. Matt Damon's wife is from there. I will say I did live in Canada for a couple of years and their their name like their province names their county names generally they're, they're like they're a bit french actually no there is an english influence as well i I'm, i really don't know i really don't know it's it's that you've thrown Anya's thrown everything that she knows about new england <laughs> there's maple syrup you know there's matt damon 
there's a a, a, a te- like it's it's I'm just I'm not buying it. Okay, I'm not buying so what, what it. I'm just surprised it wasn't wasn't there some kind of like lobster rolls as well. They celebrate with lobster rolls. You put Thanksgiving <laughs> in there as well. You just put everything you know. About they all that have to carry Bernie Sanders on the handlebars. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the other one, the the Italians, the Italian race sounds sounds great, an old school race, and the first one is the twenty four hour race. I believe that as well. There's always these. It's like those 24-hour running races. So, yeah, I don't think we believe Saddlechester on you. Agreed. <sighs> Saddlechester is... It was actually... I was I was using a name generator earlier for New England towns, and when Saddlechester <laughs> came up, apropos <laughs> of nothing, I couldn't leave that on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, sorry, when, when I was Fair reading enough. that out, I realised I was reading my old notes, and I was like... Because I'd actually changed every summer because I thought that would throw you off, but I said I'd like saving for it instead. Uh, I thought the Matt Damon detail was a delight, though. It was lovely, yeah. It was, it was very good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the Revolve 24 one is interesting because you can have loads of strategies. So some people sleep during it or take longer breaks mm. and then try to make up the ground. Um, but it sounds absolutely awful, uh, you know. Anya, have, have you ever come across Anya? Have you ever come across the man versus horse race? It yes, takes place we, in the States every year. We spoke about that during our running episode, I believe. Oh, did we? So, okay. guys, I have, a, to that. I have an annual reminder pops up in my diary to register for the man versus horse race because I want to do it at some point. I'd love to do it. I'd love to show those horses who's boss. Man versus horse race? What's this? So, it's a, it's a race in the UK where it's over, what is it, 20 US. miles or something? In the US? No, there's US. one in the UK. There's one in the UK as well. Oh, the real one is in Arizona, though. Oh, is it? Um, if he wants to do it, he can do it in the UK. Yeah, if I beat a horse, it doesn't matter where it is. He's probably found like a donkey somewhere in the UK and he's like, oh, I'll race against that. No, you're doing the real thing, Michael. It's a hundred and something miles or something, isn't it? Oh, I think the one in the UK, again, is, is shorter than that. So, yeah, anyway, meters. you have to race. Half of the people race. On their feet, half the people race on a horse, and most of the times the horse wins. But every now and then, a uh, person wins. Yeah. Now, Michael, you're a good endurance runner, but you're not a fast runner. I've no reason for saying this, but I just—are you a fast runner? No, no, nor am I particularly good at endurance running. <laughs> but so, I would love to wipe the smile off a horse's face. Have you, have you have you have you run a marathon since you ran the marathon? Uh, I mean, technically, that's I, I, that, that's never the answer. That is always no, isn't it? Like, like. No, have you ever run you've that? You've got distance? me there. Have you've you got, run that? It's the Sphinx's rizzle. You've got, <laughs> you've got me there, Colombo. The Sphinx's rizzle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michael, so but have you ever run whatever? Rizzle Sphinx. Twenty-six k, whatever it is, what was it? Well, apart from when you ran marathons, is that it? Apart from no, that. so since you ran the marathon, have you ever no. sing in one fell swoop? Since you <laughs> sang a song, have you sung a song with singing songs? No, since you <laughs> since you formally did the marathon. Answer me these questions three. No. Did you run a race with me? <laughs> no, you're oh no, you're right, you've got me there. Since I ran that distance, I haven't run that distance. Yeah, I think you know for, so what's the, what what's your standard run now? Ten ten K, five K? Yeah, yeah, somewhere between that. Yeah, yeah, depends how I'm feeling, you know. Yeah, and do you how how long does it take you to do like three, four hours? <laughs> it's more of a walk. I I follow that strategy we're talking about. He goes to sleep in the middle. I have a nap, yeah, because I think that'll that'll give me uh, an edge at the Mark, end. Mark, are you, are you a runner? I I actually am a runner. I I used to be in an uh, athletics club uh, back in, back when I was basically pre pre drinking pre smoking and uh, <laughs> I wasn't bad at it. I actually I ended up doing a marathon myself back when I was. Did about, you? 
Yeah, yeah. No, like it was great. I really enjoyed it. And I think like when you have like athletics uh, like in your background, it's much easier to just kind of pick it up and go. Like my, yeah. my father was a really, really good runner. He was, I think I was talking about this the other day. He was, uh, he came 33rd in the first Dublin marathon. Oh. Um Awesome. apparently yeah and he, he was like he's like i was not he's like that was not right he's like apparently like <laughs> it was so long ago that like no one knew how to train for a marathon or like kind of run yeah, a marathon yeah. so he's like he's like mm. i just blagged my way through the whole thing but uh, <laughs> I ended up... you could blag your way through the marathon <laughs> the, uh, apparently <laughs> just... he, he found a way uh, yeah michael where did you come in the marathon <laughs> yeah i mean it wasn't 33rd i don't remember what my position was oh um... come on you remember every prize or lack thereof. I don't think they tell you, like, unless you're in the top 10, I don't think you really remember your position. I don't, I don't know. Oh, you mark. must have been just 12 or 13, so is it, yeah. What was your time? Oh, no. Are you going to ask me to compare times with Mark, who's just said that he's done athletics? I was, I'll always remember my time, 343.47. That's three forty three. That's so good. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's all right. That's a pretty good time. <laughs> you could tell me that the stand that the, 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 the that the best time for a marathon was 90 minutes and i'd be like sure what is the best time for a marathon <laughs> why not just under an hour 159 an or something. hour they break two no two hours sorry didn't they break two hours recently yeah that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're yeah. you're i mean michael you're quite a bit off i'm quite a bit off <laughs> the, the, the world record the world record pace it's true yeah, yeah, yeah do you yeah. remember do you, do you remember your time mark I remember my time and Michael's going to put me to shame there. I think I got like 4.25. Like I, I, I finished it. Michael, um, don't, don't laugh at him. So no, no, he should. He, he's the winner. <laughs> so he gets to laugh at me. Good, um, good, good for you, Mark. Good for you. you. Yeah, like it's yeah. like i was just happy that like I, I literally finished and my dad was like i really didn't think you you were able to do that yeah. i was like thanks i guess uh i ended up doing a stand-up gig that night um, oh, wow. and like it was it was rough because like immediately That's... i was on the pints and i was like this is like i haven't yeah. really prepared for this gig yeah. but uh, i just went up and like one of my friends was like oh like i remember Stephen merchant after he won a golden globe i think for the for the office he would just walk onto stage and like put his golden globe like on the <laughs> on the chair so i just like came in wearing my medal like poured the pint over my head people were like that was your best gig yet i was like if that was my best gig yet i'm a bad comedian and i should stop this right now <laughs> what did you do what did you do after you ran the marathon so i <laughs> I uh, had a big dinner as soon as I got home. Then I went out for dinner. And then when I got home, I had another dinner. <laughs> I really just, I really did. I actually, yeah, it was delicious. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. Pizza curry burrito, just if anyone's, anyone wants to know. Yeah, Trivecta, yeah. beautiful. Hugh, any interest in marathon running? I think it's, I think it's. You think it's think stupid? It's Sorry, Hugh? You think it's what? Yeah. You think it's I think stupid? It's stupid, yeah. I think it's stupid, yeah. Yeah. I'm on record on this on the running. I mean, no offense to Mark or his dad. Offense, Some to, offense Michael to Michael. Michael. Yeah. 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 Is your dad called Mark Old? He's not called Mark <laughs> Old. He's, he's called. <laughs> oh, he's... God. You don't have to say your dad's name. He... No, no, I'll say it. He's called Walter, which might as well be Mark Old. That's a very, what a very a old name. Oh, my God. Does yeah. he go by Wally, Wally. or. Wally, Wally, Wally. I, just, I yeah. was trying to think of other ones like Wall, Walt. Yeah, yeah. Walt. 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 Uh, that's very Breaking Bad. I, I, I don't. I think once yeah. he's all Breaking Bad, he's like, I could have gone with 
fucking waltz. That would have been well, you said waltz as well. It's very waltz. Like, where well, Ian yeah. plays a waltz pamphlet. <laughs> waltz got a pamphlet. Is that how, says, is that how Jerry Adams says pamphlet to you? No, but it's how you say. Well, are you going Jerry Adams or Ian Paisley? Uh, same, same tip. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Don't come for me. Don't come for me. <laughs> uh, Ian Paisley's uh, dead, though. Dead now, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone all dead. How do you think Ian Paisley would say pamphlet here? With volume. Yeah. I think, yeah. Pamphlet. <laughs> cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com/people today <laughs> right uh, Mark you chose this week's topic <laughs> oh no of why oh, why are we talking about this I, I I don't even remember what it was it's been so long um, no I I, um, I I don't know I was just trying to think of something that I suppose I know a fair bit about like I've I've been working in Dublin for about a decade and uh, but cycling for about like six or seven of those years, so I feel it's like... six or seven decades. I was like, it's six no, or seven decades. I didn't know Mark was eighty three. <laughs> I, I decided I'd just cycle all around Leinster, and then finally I would get a, a yeah. an entry level desk job <laughs> in Dublin. Yeah, yeah, in Dublin. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's something I I, I feel like I I've experienced quite a bit um, yeah. about cycling, and it kind of has its own weird. It, it's a it's a weird subculture because it's like obviously you have cycling as a sport uh which i i know very little about but then you have this kind of like weird commuter subculture where you don't really talk yeah. to anyone and yeah. uh, if you do it's usually you're arguing with them um yeah. but it kind of has its own its own vibes you might say so yeah, yeah I, I i thought it might be something something interesting and, to... and do you do you purely cycle to commute and to get around or do you ever just take the bike out and go for a, a cycle on a sunday Never. It's like I, I think it's because I cycle like like fifteen or twenty kilometers a day yeah. during the week that I just yeah. like have you ever heard that like Jamie Oliver when he goes home, apparently like after cooking in his kitchens, he's like, I just order loads of takeaway. You're just like, I just can't be <laughs> I can't look at that thing again. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um but again that that's one great thing about commuting to work is you're like it's whatever, eight o'clock, you're like, Okay, I have to get on this bike and I have to get to work. Mm. So you just kind of force yourself to do it. Yeah, and huge. I was just gonna say that uh, like cycling it, it isn't about enjoyment. It it's about it's about suffering. You know, it's about okay. beating that old woman on the bike next to you. And um, yeah, like just just really like, you know, it's about bad fashion, like coming to work sweaty, your hair looks yep. terrible from the helmet, yep. you know, all these all these things kind of culminate in, in There's what? a smell. There's definitely a smell. There's a cycle smell. smell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark, if you don't cycle, do you have another way of getting to work or like is it is it cycle or, or nothing? You know, is there is there an option? Well, um, the, the, like. Yes, there is, and no, there isn't, because the only other option is is Dublin bus, and that is that is no, in its no, own no, way no nothing. At all. Yeah, yeah, God, it's so it's 
Hail rain or, or snow? Are you hail rain or shine? Hail rain or shine? Hail rain or snow? Shine. Hail rain or shine. I think. Yeah. <laughs> hail rain or shine. Sorry, I broke there. Hail rain or shine? Are you are you you're on the bike? Usually, usually, yeah. Like it's uh, to be honest, it's something you just like you, you really just get used to and yeah yeah like it's it's always like dublin is such a tiny city in mm. a lot of ways especially in comparison to somewhere like london uh, which i assume is like mad max for your road if you wanted to <laughs> try and cycle along there um just like packs of delivery drivers just like circling it but anyway um no it's like it, it it's always the preferable option i find because like you're in and out so quickly spring a change of clothes like i think dublin is like the ideal city to mm. cycle in if it just if the infrastructure was just a little bit better i think it would be perfect you you are also a commuter cycler right mm. he's a massive cyclist so he commutes but also he he, he he takes the bike out he he enjoys it do you on a sunday are you do you take it out from under a cover like a man in the 60s and like polished up and throw your wife and kids on the bike and off you go <laughs> if only if yeah only. sorry um yeah. yeah no i do i would i do cycle an awful lot i suppose and like mark you see, I used to cycle to a job where I would get about 20 kilometers just from the commute there and back. I was in 10 there and back. But then I moved to work somewhere much closer to me. And so my cycle is very short. So then what I do is usually on the way home, but sometimes on the way in, Anya, you won't be able to understand this at all. I deliberately make the cycle longer. That is. So that I can get that little bit more uh, cycling. Um, do you shower but, when you get there? Well, no, to be honest, in the morning, in the morning now, I, I, I would very rarely make it longer in the morning. And no, because I wear, I wear clothes. I'd normally wear a t-shirt and shorts in and then get changed, you know. And, so. you, and, you, and, you, and you just don't sweat in those, obviously. <laughs> well, like not if you're only cycling four kilometers, you know. But what if it's wet? Well, then I'd have the rain gear on, but then it's a bit cold. So like you're not, I don't think I'm particularly smelly and work on you, if that's what you're trying to say. The kids haven't complained yet, you know. Yeah, but they're not going out, are they? Oh, maybe they would be exactly no, they, they would. would. Yeah, yeah. They absolutely would. They'd be like, "What's that smell?" <laughs> no, I can recognize. He was a scentless man. Yeah, but that's not good. Have you read? Uh, has anyone read Perfume? That is a Patrick Siskin oh, yeah. book. It's about a man who has a really heightened sense of smell, but he himself has no smell, and mm. uh, everybody finds him really deeply suspicious because of because of it. It's, mm. it's set during the uh, the French Revolution. Do you know what? I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because do you guys ever? I if I'm walking down the street and I catch a smell of perfume, specifically if it's the same perfume that my wife wears, I immediately get very angry, very angry. That's it's, it's, what, like talk because, talk us through because what's... it's it's like it's like someone's a, like an imposter. She's like not meant to leave the house. <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> such, it's such a, it's an imposter because like I guess I like the scent hits you before your brain realizes what what's happening so straight away i'm like oh it's her and then i turn around and it's not her it's very very disorientating and i wish people wouldn't do it you know i've apologized for it michael <laughs> it <laughs> makes me think really works like me. if i wanted to break into your house like would i would it be like would there be like a period of time where i could get away with it if i was just wearing your wife's perfume like kind of an invisibility cloak i but, think i think so and if you just kept your face kind of shielded like the like the neighbor in home improvement yeah, I think, I think that would work. What's, yeah, what's, yeah. what's the neighbor in... Is that a... You, you never see his full face. You just is see Home Improvement a horror film or a sh- uh, like a TV... Like, like <laughs> German like a, Yeah, is that what? like Grand Designs? No, it was like an early 90s Tim Allen vehicle, right, Mark? <laughs> Guys! Oh, 
I, I, I was thinking of Grand Designs. I, I, I know the, with Tim Allen, and he's, he's yes. like the, the carpenter. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah, that's right. Yes. I, yes. Okay, yes, yes. Guys, I don't Thank know why you. this is just reminding me of the, the other night, right? Our residence group was hopping because there had been four masked and balaclava interlopers in the estate, wow. right? Wow. And what they were doing was they were going around trying to open car doors and where they could get into one, they were like kind of rooting through or whatever. But somebody had the ring doorbell footage of a guy in a balaclava. <laughs> this isn't funny at all. Sneaking up to open a door, but he, he, he snuck up like the Pink Panther does. So on, on, the, on the footage, like... He scuttled away. It was, uh, it, I, yeah, I just, uh, I didn't think it would be so delicate, you know, the, the mm, art of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of sexy. Was okay. there an, an, a, a feminist a French man following him with, with a magnifying glass? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and you know what occurred to you? This was a half three in the morning. Like, first of all, it's got to be easier ways to make a living, but aren't the hours very unsociable for that sort of petty crime? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so true. Yeah, um, sorry. So your wife's perfume makes that's... makes you angry. Makes yeah. you angry. <laughs> yeah, and how do you feel yeah. when you smell it on her? Like, can you ever great, truly great. believe that it's her? It's just like Inception. You have to have a top spinning or something so that you. you know... <laughs> I think so. Maybe, maybe that is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It just, it just triggers a rage. Just, it's just right there. You know. Michael, are that's you? Healthy, yeah. Are you ever on, on on the bike? Do you have a bike? I have a bike and. Um, for a lot of uh, sort of the first two years of COVID, that's exclusively how I how I got to work. But uh, no, I loved it. You loved it so much, you, ha- you haven't done it since. <laughs> yeah. Anya, what about you? Oh, no, it's not for me. Not for me. You can cycle a bike. Oh, yes, I can cycle a bike. The last time I cycled a bike, I think, was on the Aran Islands and I came off over the handlebars. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I was cycling along and I had a lovely day cycling. And I, know I, and I also, when I was on the Eel Duray, I did, I rented a bike for a week and that's how I got around and I really enjoyed that. But there's no real traffic. So that's, that's a joy. But also the Arid Islands, not, not much traffic either, I suppose. But I was just thinking to myself, God, imagine I fell off the bike and next thing I know, I had gone yeah. over the handlebars and hit my it's head. It's not nice falling off a no, bike. Oh, no. We were in a helmet, I hope. I had a helmet on, but I hit my head off one of those those stony walls. Had to call oh, the Jesus. doctor. And then I spent the whole night really paranoid that I was I had some serious brain injury and had to have to be airlifted to Galway. I didn't. And did you? And did you? Well, no, everything was fine. Everything was fine. The the island doctor had to be had to be called, but I couldn't get covered, so I had to kind of scale up to this playground to like call him. <laughs> and uh, he okay. gave me the signs to watch out for of of serious concussion but um this was this was just as i was coasting into the the end of my cycle mm, but i swiftly so sad. i swiftly returned my bike to the bike hire man and um you know that that was it for me i, I think it's so dangerous i think it's i think it, i every time i see people cycling in town i just think you gotta you get back on that horse on you no, no uh, i the don't horse being a bike no i don't yes yeah yeah no I, no I don't it's not it's not um i'm sorry cyclists unpleasant Difficult, annoying, superior, fully self righteous, yeah. self righteous, yeah. Mm. yeah, so yeah. true. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, do, do you guys do you ever get into rows on the road? No. Yes, you do. I've seen I... you. I've seen you. you, no, you, you, have, you when have them... you seen me cycling on my commute to work? You've seen me. <laughs> oh, I saw Michael at work today. So who knows where I am? I no, I would say I I haven't I I have shouted at cars occasionally, but not for many years. Um, what do you do now? Just I just I mean I 
you see, I expect the other thing is you have to assume as a cyclist, first of all, I will totally agree with all of your negative views of cyclists, right? I think they're desperate, but so are drivers, right? When I'm on a bike, drivers are the worst. When I'm in a car, cyclists are the worst. <laughs> but like, you have to assume as a cyclist that a driver is trying to kill you. Yes. Like, particularly if there's any point where a driver is going to turn left, you're like, I mean, they're just going to try and knock me over as, as, as they're going. But, um, but no, look, it's not worth it. You know, it's like I would say, like when I was when I was a younger younger man, I would have, you know, rolled through the odd red light, done that sort of stuff, and I was like, no, it's not worth it. You know, don't do it anymore. Because I'm like, it's no, I'm just gonna die at some point. You know, if you keep doing that. Because you're right, it is dangerous. If you're if you're careful about it, it's not very dangerous. But at the same time, yeah, you do take your life in your hands a bit. You know. And I always think, you know, say when you look at, so for the Dublin listeners, you have the Samuel Beckett Bridge. And you see oh, yeah. cyclists whizzing over that, and you just yeah, that's not a good bridge. Yeah, I don't like that bridge. Holy moly! No. So dodgy. Mark, do you find it dangerous, or or do, are you just happily pootling along, not bothering you? You you become smart to what is dangerous on the roads. Yeah. Like I think, like there are certain times where I'll bomb it down like a straight road, but I kind of know if there's turns coming up that like if if I I know where to slow down to minimize any potential crashes or any. Uh, like any mix-ups i i don't mix personally ups. i don't really yeah, yeah. my face you, you, at the you, pavement yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a like like a thread it's like i'm gonna mix up your face right in that pole uh, <laughs> i was cycling into work one day and i was going I was, I was going down a hill right i'm like coasting down the hill so i'm not pedaling because i'm i'm going a perfectly acceptable speed and this guy comes powering past me on his bike, right? <laughs> Fine. I mean, just overtakes me, which is grand. You always, you know, leave a bit of room for someone. Do you? Yeah. And, uh, but he turns as he passed me and goes, is this some sort of holiday or something? What? <laughs> <laughs> and now, first of all, I should say, I'm a teacher and it was the summer, so I actually was on my holidays. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but yeah, he was like... I wasn't going fast enough I've for I've always, him, you, know? you know, when you get uh, into trouble, even as a pedestrian on the road, it's such a weird experience because that's probably somebody <laughs> you could meet in like, you know, the bank or... I probably teach his child. Yeah, and you would you have know? a very like, how are you? And, but it's the only scenario which is, which is acceptable to like, give the finger to somebody, <laughs> shout abuse at somebody. Like, it's such a weird, lawless place, isn't it? And now the other yeah. people who've entered into the equation are the e-scooter people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Don't like them at my e-scooter story. I'd forgotten about this. I think I've told you guys before. I think we've had on the pod though. Uh, my husband was picking me up from something in UCD one night, and it was it was very late at night. And it was very cold, and we saw this guy on an e-scooter, and he we were like, "Oh, that guy doesn't look very well at all," and he fell off it like really badly on the side of the road. So we stopped to see was he okay, and he had like he had cut himself and he was bleeding and he was really 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 drunk. And he was like some accountant driving home from a work thing. And like, we were kind of an awkward situation. Like, what do you do in that situation where you find somebody on the side of the road? Well, you found a number of cats and brought them home to your house. So he you still lives same? here. He still Is lives here. Is this mild-mannered accountant <laughs> living with you now? Oh, he, well, he was the, the most passive-aggressive man in the world, right? So he wasn't that badly hurt, but he needed to go home and he couldn't be let. He scooted yeah. off. So I was like, look, I'm going to order you a taxi, right? And he was like, no, no, you don't have to give me a lift home or anything. Don't. Don't, don't don't just get me a taxi or whatever if you don't want to give me a give me a lift. He was really belligerent <laughs> and like passive aggressive. So eventually we were like, okay, we'll we'll give you a lift home, right? So I had to I, he had to sort of gingerly be shunted into the back seat while we loaded up his scooter, and uh, then we had the world's most awkward drive home to like knock lion or rat firing or something <laughs> and then he got there and he couldn't get his key into the door. It was just <laughs> like it was. 
but it was just I'll never forget how passive aggressive was about like oh yeah if you, if oh you, don't unlock the door for me just let me do it myself yes yeah, like well, yeah. if you don't if you don't give me a lift home I suppose I'll just I suppose I'll just get a taxi like I was gonna pay for the taxi like as in like mm. we were like we just wanna yeah. we just wanna no get it's this. fine I'll cook my own dinner no it's fine <laughs> but we yeah. were so involved in this yeah. man's life but I can only imagine the fear he had and he kept periodically in the car being saying you're very nice people kind of apologetically between the sort of the the semi abuse and uh, I just wonder what his memory was <laughs> the next day of this this dare I say mild-mannered couple who just uh whisked him yeah. on his feet and took kidnapped him, home. him. yeah <laughs> briefly kidnapped him yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Onya, I do remember a row I actually had on the bike this is quite a number of years ago a couple you tried know to how... bring you home they tried to put your bike in the boot <laughs> yeah. you know how like in any altercation yeah we all want to like say something that's like an Oscar Wilde level quip. <laughs> but invariably I have nothing to declare but my crossbar or something basically this guy started shouting through his window at me yeah okay because I was cycling on the road okay now broadly speaking obviously if there's a cycle path you should be on the cycle path not on the road right but sometimes you have to be on the road in this case there was a cycle path but it was cracked, it was potholed, it was absolutely torn to pieces. And I was like, I'm not cycling on that cycle path, I'm cycling on the road. He then started shouting at me, saying, get up on the cycle path, what are you doing? And I was so just he, like, oh, forget about it or whatever. pedestrian or... He, no, he's in his car. In his he's car. driving along, he's driving along. So I think I was in front of him at a junction and he right. beeped at me to get onto the cycle path and I was like, I'm staying here. So then when we came through the junction... He then slowed down beside me and shouted out at me that I should have was in the wrong place and didn't know what I was doing, all sorts of stuff. He was, so, he was in the driver's seat. There was a dog in the passenger seat, right? And I thought, I was like, I'll have a very witty response to him here, right? So he was roaring at me about the fact that I should be in the cycle lane. And I shouted back, who's driving the car? You or your dog? <laughs> oh that's amazing as soon as i said it i was like what did he say i don't think i've nailed that one you know <laughs> what did he say i think he just uh continued to shout at me when was the last yeah. time michael that you had a really significant breakdown I, in I, public i <laughs> this is so bad it's over I was, uh, this is about, maybe about a year ago, I was driving through a car park of a supermarket and uh, <laughs> someone, came, someone came through a kind of a side, side road and nearly crashed right into the side of me and he was definitely in the wrong but he obviously was acting as I was, as if I was in the wrong and he was, you know, he was beeping the horn, kind of throwing his hands up at the window or whatever. So I went to roll down my window to shout back at him but I accidentally, I rolled down the window in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> which made me look like the biggest idiot and all I could do at that point was just shout at the closed window in front of my face and drive on and it was not cool but at Michael, all Michael you can't and shout what did you so shout? it would have been yeah, like what did no you, shout? Hey, you should hey. stop that yes oh that's not fair yeah. Yeah. it's not fair yeah. I hate this Mark do you get into public public routes I, I really don't like I, I'm pretty non-confrontational um, although it does like like I'm like I'm pri- like I drive and I cycle but primarily it really really annoys me when I see like anyone on a bike although it's usually people on e-scooters just like blasting through red lights especially mm. pedestrians like you'll see like a woman with a pram 
crossing the road and like suddenly just like five people on e-scooters would just like run by her now it's a red light and all the cars are beeping at this poor woman with a newborn you're like jesus christ um so mm. like there are times where i'll i'll be I'll, like i'll be thinking i'll be like i'll catch up this e-scooter i'll give a piece of my mind <laughs> and, and when i get up to him i'm like hey hey you you shouldn't have done that he's like what i'm like it's a green light never mind i just keep <laughs> that's uh, so I'm, polite that's a, like a nice little slap on the wrist Oh, it's, it's also fair play to you for catching up with them because I don't think I can ever catch up with them and that makes me even more bitter, you know? Hugh, <laughs> you, I've seen well. you do a good line in like furious hand gestures. Like I've seen you sort of, you, you'll throw yeah. your hands to the heavens or you'll, you'll... Yeah. Uh, Where do you see this? I saw, when, I, when we used to work together and also I, you, 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 were, you, were, uh, you were hemmed in by language. Remember we were waiting outside a French pharmacy last year and uh, there was two two French women got into a bit of a row and you were like, if I'd had the language, I'd have really gotten in the thick of that. But you didn't. Yeah, actually, you're right. I was looking forward to that, yeah, but I couldn't. I yeah, couldn't. but you just sort of supportively made a lot of uh, hand gestures. Yeah, 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 that's coming back to me now. And yeah. also, to add to the picture, for some reason, he had found a beret belonging to my mother's. We've talked about this before. Mm. A Marks and Spencer's women's baby blue beret, which he was wearing throughout. <laughs> <laughs> never looked as good no, no. and every, everyone who sees the photo is like god and it's it's a very small beret but that actually kind of works yeah on a very large head yeah but somehow it manages to work yeah <laughs> yeah and he, he wore it for so long even out amongst the french speaking of the size of my head yeah. i when i went the last time i bought a bike helmet and i went into the shop and i said how's it going i'm looking for a helmet a shop near me and i know the guy in there and he was like uh, oh yeah no bother we got helmets for you and uh, he was like, just all over there. And I was like, just so you know, I've got a really <laughs> massive head. So I don't know whether I might need a different size. And he goes, no, pal, listen, it's one size fits all. <laughs> I was like, I was like look, mm, look, okay. Look, pal. And then I took down the helmet and tried it on. And then he goes, Jesus, you do have a big head. <laughs> and so he was like, we'll have to go to the top shelf. So it was an extra <laughs> shelf. And like, so I ended up getting this other one. 20 euro more for my helmet. Ah, uh, here. I know. That's discrimination know. of the big headed. He's the same thing happened to me when I went to get get my bike. Uh, had to have a special order helmet. Uh, but also they had to uh, order a custom bike for me because I had a medium size frame with short legs. <laughs> so oh. I, I, I have a bike. Is your sell, bike so. a tricycle? <laughs> yes. No. But it's how I get to work. When yeah, you say you cycle, like, does yeah. your wife cycle? Are you in one of those little wagons? No, no, he's on one of those the striders. You know those things where there's no pedals oh, yeah. and you just you, oh, just, yeah. you just you just run along. See, I think I could, or a sidecar. Yeah, <laughs> I think I could get on board with a tricycle. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think you could. Like, yeah, yeah, like a really like what I'm kind of describing is almost a car, I guess, like something quite big. With a lot yeah. of a lot of distance between Are you me just and the, you uh, just kinda ticking off time till you can use a mobility scooter? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you love a little go of one though, all the same? They look yeah. great, don't yeah. they? Yeah. 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 The seats are always so plush on them. They're all so cushiony. Really yeah. 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 I think they pimp them up, you know. Yeah. So but why are saddles not like the mobility seat scooters why have they made them why have they constructed them you, out you of can spikes? get padded ones no but not padded i want like a seat like a, like an armchair seat yeah. like why is it not a full seat <laughs> with a cup holder no yeah. but like why is with it not like the seat holder. of a chair like at what point would you would you like if we were doing the podcast and we just had saddles for seats 
Well, they, they do have those. Uh, have you seen those? Uh, I think they're called recumbent bikes. Do you know the ones yes. where you, like, yes. you have a full seat yeah. and you're like, you pad now, like they're, they're so lame looking, but like they're kind of, they're kind of cool in their own way. They're, they're kind of like the fanny pack of bikes where you're like, that's so lame. <laughs> See, I'm but the fanny they... pack of people. So <laughs> I, I think I do very well on a recumbent bike. Well, like, I, I mm. think it's sort of like, like you, you think they're lame and then you see someone at a festival with one. You're like, that's actually pretty cool. I think I might spend 600 euro on a fanny pack, you know? Yeah. Mm. See, I, I, I'm a very suggestible person. So if I saw that, I would definitely want one. Yeah. Michael, I do want to ask you though, if you liked cycling so much, why did you, why did you stop after COVID? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do need to get back into it, but it's that, it's that classic thing of where like, if you're doing it every day, it's no big whoop. But then if you let a month go by and you don't do it, you know, it kind of just falls, falls. Like I, I get Mark, you've, probably just always always been cycling right always a b c always be cycling yeah <laughs> yeah yes yes um yeah yeah, yeah no it's it, it, yeah, very true yeah like you, you just you just completely get used to it yeah and like i think when you're doing it just every day you, you don't even think about it anymore i do yeah. have like i've like the world's tightest hip flexors like i'm just constantly <laughs> oh. like, is that a yeah. brag or a problem <laughs> yeah it's a huge brag no yeah. like like at, at any time that like my girlfriend will just walk in on me i'm just doing some sort of a lunge or split or <laughs> crunch She's is like, it, why what's the hip flexor now when it's at home where's that now that's the hip flexor it's like so if you if you can feel your your hip bone and it's just mm. below your hip bone kind of and it's like if you kind of put your finger into it it kind of you can feel like a like a nerve twinge basically like it, it's sort of like it's interesting yeah I, we've I, all I, we've on the zoom call we've all leaned to the side <laughs> in our chairs <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, think I can even find my hip bone. It's for, well, like if you can't find it, it's probably a good thing. It means yours isn't isn't inflamed like mine. Mm. But um, it's just I think because like I sit at a desk eight hours a day, and then I just cycle yeah. at a very high pace for like thirty <laughs> minutes. I'm like, this is this is the worst thing certainly it's, for it's, my. Yeah. It's not how we were meant to evolve, Michael. Not to go back, uh, just a couple of minutes. Did you say it's no big whoop? <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a phrase I'm bringing back. You know, it's a grassroots Michael, campaign. Like you're not, you're not, you're not like Nick Kroll. You know, <laughs> like, like where do you get, where do you, where do you get off using a phrase like that? It's very vintage. It's like it's like someone quoting the Water Boy. Adam Sandler's the Water Boy at you as like the height of humour. You know. Do you, no, do you, like, what did you did you hear a cooler boy say that or what? No, I've been saying it a lot. I'm trying to make it my business to say it as much as I can around uh, my kids so that they start saying it because <laughs> I think that'll be adorable. <laughs> you know, sometimes sometimes we always say in school like we're like, God, oh, you know, it's hard because like we spend more time with the kids than they do with their parents. But you know, sometimes I think that's actually a good thing. There's a reason for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you also <laughs> like what's up? <laughs> like the basic design of a bicycle has been unchanged for about 150 years right so so the i think i think that basically all all normal bicycles are called diamond frame bikes you've got like the triangle where the crossbars is and then the triangle that supports the back wheel and that's kind of it like pretty much every bicycle looks like that do you think if you could make any one change to the design of today's bicycle as we know it to improve it, to make it bigger a more fun seats. way to get around. Bigger seats, plusher okay. seats. Bigger, cushier That's your seats. vote. That's yeah. your vote. Yeah, plusher seats, okay. Yeah. But like solid, yeah. you know, like like a like a like a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe okay. maybe 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 with a back. 
Do you yeah. know what? Do you know what I'd say? Just like, so I sag on my bike a lot. I don't know how any of it works and I don't know how to fix any of it, right? Yeah. So like every time I get a flat tire, I'm like, I should really learn how to do this. But then I bring it into a shop and someone fixes it for me for 12 euro and I'm like, do you know yeah. what? It's fine. And like, I'm so proud that I was going to say that I can oil the chain. That's pretty easy. I can tighten my brakes, you know. I think that's kind of cool. You need an yeah. Allen key for that. <laughs> but I don't know how to do anything. And also I'm like, but I can't keep tightening the brakes because eventually then you've, you've tightened it as much as you can go. I just wish that bikes never needed anything done to them. Okay, an, an infinity bike. Yeah. An infinity yeah. bike. Like an infinity pool. Yeah. Yeah. But for <laughs> yeah, a bike. yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, that makes because sense. Because I also always feel stupid when I have to bring my bike into the shop. And I'm like, yeah. can you do and, something and with man. that, please? You always have to ask the man. Yeah. Yeah. And the man always gives you that look, you know, like, come on. No, the men are always very understanding, but you know they, they don't respect me, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mark, yeah. any changes you'd make to the to the humble bike? Well, y- yours was definitely better than mine, Anya's. Uh, th- this idea of putting on a more comfortable seat, I'm, mm. I'm ashamed I didn't think of it. But uh, one thing I just don't understand is why Irish bikes don't have kickstands, like, mm. across the board. Yeah. Why yes. What? Why? Like they're like my You're only right. my only theory is that they all got robbed at the beginning, and people <laughs> were like, "We're not even we're not even putting on this thing anymore." Speaking uh, of kickstands, I can't tell you the amount of times where I've been standing beside a lot of bikes tethered to a lamppost and just knocked them all down. <laughs> you know when that happens, and it's just like, and someone sees you do it, and you're like, "Don't say a word." <laughs> It, is it like in those in, in those movies where you like knock down all the bikers bikes and all the like mean cyclists come out like swinging chains yeah 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 it's uh but you know you know when they're like kind of in a jenga like thing and then one of them goes and two of them goes and you kind of just have to slither away as if you were never there but the kickstands you're right because i had a dutch bike that had a kickstand one time and they're amazing they're great what's but a, do you a think dutch, what's yes, a dutch do you bike? think a bike from the Netherlands. But what? What do you mean? It, it does sound bike? like a euphemism, though. It does. It sounds like, I just mean it was. <laughs> it sounds like a position. Well, I tell you, I had a Dutch bike that had a kickstand. The, the tightest hip flexors in the world with my Dutch bike. <laughs> Hugh, if you used to have a Dutch bike, what do you have now? Just an, an Irish bike, I guess. But what do you mean a Dutch bike? Like, do you really think? Oh, no, I don't know if I can explain it any further. I think it was a bike from the <laughs> but Netherlands. Do you say... It might have been from France. Do you say my German car or my my Japanese <laughs> toaster? No, I suppose it was. Given that Mark had specifically mentioned bikes from other countries, I thought it'd be okay to say where my bike was from because it had the thing he was talking about. But I'm sorry, you're right. It was a ridiculous thing to you do. Threw, you I threw a stick, stick in our spokes there, Hugh. Is this some sort of holiday? (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, are we getting to final judgments or is there there anything else we wanted to... Do you not have a pun? Like legitimate bikes? I don't know. Is that... Will that do it? It's all right. Yeah. 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 I think Anya was hoping you'd work it into a sentence. Yeah, not just just be like, breaks. Are we are we are we put are we putting on the brakes and putting down the kickstand and shoving it up against a wall? <laughs> Hang on, you know what? It got very graphic all of a sudden. Are you are you are you are you tethering it to a pole? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Are you are you are you are you easing it into the um, <laughs> into a a bay? Bike shed. No. no. What are they called? A bike rest? Like a... 
Oh, I know. A bike oh, car yeah. park. Bike stand. Yes. No, a bike car park. You know where there's <laughs> yeah. like the, the four or five. Yeah. <laughs> a bike uh, car park. A bike, a bike rack. rack. A bike rack. Yeah. A bike rack. It's like a bike airport, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you know, Mark talks about um, Dublin being a great city to cycle around, and it's true because nowhere is too far away. I do. I've said it to you before, Anya. I really want at some point cycle to the airport when I'm getting a plane. That's so <laughs> unhinged. We did have a guest yeah. on recently who told us that they walked to the airport. Mm, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Do they live in swords? Yes. Or... Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the end of that story. Yeah, <laughs> under under closer questioning, it's perfectly reasonable. Um, have you ever had a bike stolen, Mark? Yes, yes, I have. Uh, it, it, it was the first bike I got in the bike to work scheme, and uh, it was so, it was like it was such a good bike. It was one of these ones that it, it had. Didn't do anything to anybody. It didn't do anything. <laughs> He was a father. No, uh, uh, it was one of these ones. It had like, um, how do you describe this? Like, like a carbon chain. So it's like the the chain never needed. This is kind of like what you were saying, Hugh. Like it, it never needed oh, yeah. to be serviced because, and you can also change gears when you were stopped, which might not sound like much on you, but you're like, when you're cycling, you're like, oh my God. That's this huge. Is, it was, it's so good. Um, That's a game changer. But then I, I locked. Only and it had a big wheel. cushiony seat. It had, and it had, it had everything. Yeah, my it's like I was floating on a cloud. Um, but of course, all all good things have to come to an end in Dublin. Uh, because that's our that's in our constitution. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, that bike got robbed, so I got a much worse bike, which I've had for about four years now. And I, um, yeah, and I, I'm really gonna have to look at replacing the seat now that Anya has has opened my mm. eyes to this. Thank you. you know, Hugh, have you had a bike stolen? No, I've had bits of my bike stolen. <laughs> I had, uh, I have, I've had lights stolen, which is very annoying. You have to just take your lights off, um, which I think is very mean as well. I had some, to be honest, the meanest one I had was someone recently who just snapped off my mud guard on my bike. Like, they don't even get oh. anything for it. I um, I had a saddle stolen once. <laughs> they, I had a saddle that was a pop-off saddle, and they popped so I had to cycle 10 kilometers home, standing up the entire way. <laughs> Did you sit down at um, any point? I would have been a bit dangerous, to be honest. <laughs> but what would have happened if you'd come to an abrupt stop? I'd have come off the top, I'd say, you know? Sorry, final judgments. Cycling is it a legitimate like. Mark, what are, what are your thoughts? It's a definite legitimate like for me. Okay. Um, it, 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 it has its, it's a, it, it's a love-hate relationship uh certainly uh but no no it's great it's great and i'd i'd highly, highly recommend it to everybody who wants to wants to go green oh well now we all feel feel bad i all feel bad yeah yeah. yeah yeah you won't even let a guy use his electric scooter home you're like get into my car we'll drive where do you need to go let's go further it does seem like you just cruise around dublin city just like looking to say it's like is that guy accounted no maybe not okay this sounds like i'm like the btk killer or something just like stalking the streets bringing people safely home so yeah. you know yeah hugh what do you think yeah i mean i i agree that that if this episode was about cyclists i'm not sure i could give the same verdict because i think they're desperate a lot of the time but uh yeah i think it's it's such an easy way to get places you get places very fast you know exactly how long it's going to take yeah i guess it helps the environment you know it's probably a good thing that uh most of the time don't use any uh any sort of fuel so yeah listen i think cycling is great and um it's a legitimate like for me Michael, I presume you'd probably say yes. Yeah, I love it. Anya, absolute no. Nah, it's terrible. You take take it all into account. Like cycles, guns don't kill people. Cyclists do. You know those cyclists. <laughs> those bikes have to be cycled by somebody, and they're always terrible. So you two accept it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a fair point. 
Um, Mark, this might be unfair to, to throw at you now, and I it doesn't even have to stay in necessarily, but you you and I don't know each other all that well. But Are you gonna the ask first time I is that the first time yeah. <laughs> this last ninety minutes has been the happiest of my life. <laughs> Will you make me the happiest? Will you and your hip else? flexors <laughs> <laughs> No, I was gonna say, to be honest, it's possibly even worse. The first time I became aware of you <laughs> Was when you were... No, Anya, you loved this. Was when you were playing Jean Valjean in a, a production of Les Mis. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I no did. Way. In, in, yeah, my, my, myself and Hugh went to the same school. Did you? And uh, mm -hmm. yeah. You could be the... I have never seen Les Mis, but you could be the Cosette to his... Yeah, Jean, yeah. I think... I, I don't, don't know. Who does Cosette end up with? She not end up dead. She, she ends oh, up with, with with Marius. No, she's she's the daughter. Yeah, it's the mum who ends I up. I don't. I've only read the Wikipedia somewhere. I'm yeah. not even being funny. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. And I only know I dreamed a dream and the people in the street. What about do you hear the people sing? Do you like oh, that's that? what I'm thinking of. I thought it was. Is that what you mean when you said the people in the streets? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the Arctic monkey bird. The people in the streets <laughs> yeah. are singing. The people in the streets. Climbing up the wall and then they're running down the lanes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, we should we we like can't you see? You know what they've done, Mamma Mia about Abba. There was mm. we were Rocky Queen. Yeah. Arctic Monkeys. Les Mis. Les Mis. Les Mis. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> well, Anya, Anya's always looking to get into a bit of amateur dramatics. Oh yeah. Well, so, <laughs> that was said so sincerely. Like I, every, if I say every three years, I say to Hugh, I'd love to do a bit of Adam Dram. I've made, yeah, I, I've made, yeah. I've made no efforts though. Uh, no. It, I, it seems very cliquey, doesn't it? In clicky, in in yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Like, like that's that is that is so true. Like um, I, I want a local organisation to be like we're putting on the importance of being earnest, and I get cast as Ernest. Ernest. And everyone's every, everyone's like, oh my god! Oh, she's breaking boundaries. My god! The world needs to see this. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you, but you know what would happen? I, You'd be cast as someone in the background. Would oh, you? I'd be Mrs. Blood, blah, blah, or I'd be one of the people dressed in black moving the furniture. It's a, it's a very important job, Anya. You but know? Anya, that you would, yeah, but you're too clumsy for that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd probably... You'd be... It, everyone would go back out and you'd be like, oh, God, I've left a table out there. And you'd have to run back out and get it. No, but you know what I'd really love to be good at is like to be in like a big, a big, a big musical... You know who I actually can really see myself playing? You know, in Evita, who's your man? Antonio Banderas plays him. Uh, Juan? Okay. Is that his name? I, I haven't seen it, but I'll trust I, I, you. I, 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 that's, that's the energy I'd like and to... And is he a kind of... Latin American love interest, or no? He's kind of the. Is he like the Greek chorus? Is that the word? Like he's the. He's oh, the. He's okay. the. He's explaining things. To yeah, the he's audience. like, and now there has been an election in Argentina. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Juan Perón is losing his grip on the proletariat, or whatever. And uh, but I can really see myself uh, doing that. Yeah, yeah. So to answer your question, Mark, yes, I would like to choose some Amdram if you're asking. <laughs> Well, I am. I, I, I'll, I'll keep my ears ears to the wall in case anything comes up. Keep your ears to the ground. Yeah. yeah if you're looking for, I'm an incredibly okay. versatile actor, no experience, and yeah, just as you can see, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, Mark, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, thanks so much for having me, guys. Look, it's, it's been a pleasure, and uh, I'd love to do it again if I can think of a- any yeah. other topic I know a little bit about. Oh, yeah. Come back anytime. Brilliant. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you have enjoyed the podcast. Please get in touch with us. Let us know what you thought. Let us know if you have any ideas for other new episodes. And here's something I always say, right? Tell a friend. Please tell someone else to listen to the podcast because... If someone told you to listen to this podcast, why don't you tell someone else to listen to this podcast? And that's the fastest way we can grow the podcast. Get in touch with us on Twitter, or on X, I suppose, and Instagram, to uh, let us know what you think, at Legitimate Likes, and we will see you next time. Goodbye! Bye! Bye! Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.